If you struggle with eczema, dry, itchy, or acne-prone skin, head over to Higher Healing and try out one of my handmade soaps, all made with organic ingredients, plant-based, and essential oils. Higher Healing has products you can trust. Save 10% on your order with the code HBG10. Shop now at buyhigherhealing.com. That's B-U-Y, higherhealing.com. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Holistic Black Girl. I am your host and spiritual influencer and hype girl, Jess. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for returning. And if this is your first time, welcome. Um, so this episode, we are going to be doing part three of my series, Spiritually Gangsta Shit That Changed My Life. And this episode is going to be on therapy, okay? So it might be touchy for some of y'all. There may be some conflicting views for you. So I'm going to dive into that and really talk a little bit more about what therapy is, um, what a therapy session may look like, what is it that a therapist might help you with, just those kind of things, um, and maybe help get rid of some of those misconceptions that you may have or, you know, friends that you may have, anything like that. Um, and really just kind of give a clear, a clear view of therapy because therapy is very important. I am pro mental health. Obviously this podcast is all about mental health. So of course I got to talk about therapy. (laughs) Like I think it is very important. So um yeah, I I'm going to jump right into it. Um I'm just going to let <laughs> a little note right now. I am doing this episode with no notes. I normally have um show notes that I kind of follow through just to keep myself focused <laughs> because I go off tangent, but I'm doing this episode just straight off the dome, um no notes. So I apologize now if I um repeat myself or kind of go off on a tangent but okay let's let's get into it so therapy um I first started going to therapy or having um thoughts about going to therapy mm, years ago I want to say maybe 2015 and at the time I was really dealing with a lot of anxiety it was basically because of my job at the time. It was a really high stress job. I was just working face to face with people all the time, a customer service job, which anybody who works customer service, bless you. So you know what it's like to see people all day. You're dealing with people's energy all day. And if it's somewhere that's like a fast place, uh, like fast paced type of place, you know, you can't really keep up with your thoughts. You're just so all over the place. And doing that day to day, it just really kicked in like my anxiety. um, And I was also dealing with some depression, which I, in my past, have dealt with depression. And um, it was something that I, I don't think I really addressed as deep as I could because I was young and at the time didn't think it was important, to be honest. And so as I got older and um, depression really got worse. And then my anxiety started kicking in. Um, that's when I 
looked into going to therapy. So um, it's definitely, I don't even know what the word is. You know, you you really have to put yourself out there in a way to say like, okay, I I think I do need a third party as far as someone to talk to, someone to guide me and someone like without an opinion of me already. I think that's one of the biggest things for me um, is the fact that a therapist really doesn't know you. So they can't really have too much bias on the um, the tools that they're giving to help you, you know, whereas if you go talk to your best friend about whatever happened with your ex, they're going to be like, girl, bye, drop them. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> therapist is going to be a little bit different because they don't they don't already have that bias, you know, so um. The first time I did therapy, it was great. Um, I I really liked my therapist. I was with him, I want to say, maybe like eight months. I was going to therapy and I graduated, um, if that's what you want to call it. I got to the point where I didn't need therapy anymore, okay? So um, I was good to go there. And um, what it looks like for me, what a therapy session looks like, obviously you're talking one-on-one with someone. And if you've never been in that clinical setting or seen it, you may think like, you know, you're kind of in there talking to a shrink and they have you like laid out on the couch and they're doing that hypnotism shit. Like, no, (laughs) it's not like that. Um, It's very much just kind of like a conversation with someone. Um, You're sitting in a room with them, obviously. And it's, it's a conversation. And I think one of the hardest parts is, is like the conversation is about you. So <laughs> you have to be the lead of the conversation. And that's really hard to make it all about you. And because that's what they're there for. So, you know, they're going to obviously when they give you an intake, talk to you more in depth about what it is that you are seeking therapy for and what it is that you're struggling with, whether that be anxiety um, depression, whatever symptoms you may be feeling, um, suicidal thoughts, anything like that, they're already going to have screened you for that and know that. But when it's time to be in therapy and have your session, they're definitely going to ask more in-depth questions. Um, after like even your first intake, the first time you meet your therapist, they basically go over those questions again and just ask you more in depth, um, you know, when was it that you experienced blank, whether it's trauma or whatever it is that you're going through. Um, and you'll talk more about that and you'll talk more about what is it in your life that's bothering you and how hard is it affecting you as far as your depression or your anxiety? How hard does it make it for you to do your day-to-day activities? And again, they're like very in-depth questions and they let you know that they um, don't really push you either. Like if it's something that is kind of hard for you to speak on, they will move on. <laughs> um, and it, again, it's like if if you want to keep talking about it, yeah, you can definitely keep talking about it. But um for me personally, like the the last intake I did, um, I had a question come up about um, a friend that I had passed away in 2021 and they died by suicide. And the question came up if I um, had dealt with their passing, like, have I dealt with that grief? And it was really hard for me to answer because I felt like I have, I felt like I have been um, dealing with the grief or I've been able to 
move on. But in that moment of that therapist asking me that during that intake question, I was like, I don't, I, maybe I actually don't think I am. Um, and of course I was crying. So they were like, you know, okay, well, we'll stop there. You know, I'm not gonna push you any further because I can see that is upsetting to you. And it is like, that is definitely a topic with anyone that I talk to. If we start talking about it, um, I get very emotional. So, um, again, going back to that, if there is something that makes you uncomfortable, you know, they, they're not going to just super push you through it and be like, okay, we got to talk about this. Like, no, it's, it's not like that at all. <laughs> it's very much at your own pace and how much you would like to open up. But I say that with saying that, um, you, you really don't want to hold too much back. You know, if there's times that you, you don't want to talk about something like my therapist, if there's something I don't want to talk about, I definitely will say, you know, I don't want to talk about this today and we'll move on. And the next session, she'll ask me if I'm okay to talk about it then. And when we do talk about it, she'll ask me, you know, what was going on when I wasn't comfortable with it. So you do get to circle back and open up more when you want to. It's it's very much at your pace. Um so that is just kind of like what I guess a session would look like when you're first starting, just a lot of intake questions about your your past, your history of depression, your history of any suicidal thoughts or previous attempts and just where you're at currently in your life and the things that you're dealing with. And then once those things are assessed, um, you move forward. And so you're like, okay, well, what does moving forward look like after I dump everything on them, you know? So um, what therapy really is, you know, supposed to be, obviously, yeah, you get to let that out and be able to speak to someone and not hold in probably things that you don't want to say or you're not able to really talk about that's definitely a huge part of it. But the other part of it, what comes in is they're giving you coping skills, um, ways to deal with what you're going through, whether that's depression or anxiety. And you may be prescribed something for either or depression, anxiety, whatever you're going through, you may be prescribed something for that. But if you're not, or if that's not an option that you would like to take, because that's not something that everyone, um, does and that's that, that's fine there's there's no judgment there some people are like absolutely yeah like I need medication and some people are like no I just want to do the therapy side of it um and there's no right or wrong way um for either one of those I just want to make that clear so um yeah once you move forward and they you're discussing what your issues are their part is to help you cope um they they're literally there to give you those coping skills and help you with ways to move forward, help you with ways to move through your problem or get through your trauma. And it doesn't mean that you are like a better person all of a sudden overnight or you don't still go through things or you may not still experience hard times or depression. It just means that you're better better able to deal with them. Um, you're better able to manage these waves when they come rather than like you're you're crashing every time they come you know so um that is what the therapist's role is and then your role um is using those coping skills because therapy is again it's very much like 
you. It's all about you. And it's all about how much you put into it. So how much you, you share, how much you open up, how honest you are, you know, like you can't expect to go anywhere, whether that's healthcare or anything like mental health, you can't go inside anywhere and not be completely honest about what you're going through and then expect to get uh, results that make you better. So I say that to say with anything, when you go to your doctor and you you don't want to say everything that's going on, say everything that's going on because (laughs) that's how they're going to help you. And it's the same with mental health. You you have to say and you have to let them know everything that's going on because that's how they help you. And once they give you those skills and those coping skills, like it's your job to use those coping skills and figure out how to use those in your real life, which is the hard part. Um, The easy part is therapy, which people think is the hard part, you know, talking to someone else, talking to a stranger or, oh, I don't want someone in my business, Um, especially in the black community. um, Seeing a therapist is just like not not. a a thing that black people really tend to do um I think now more is becoming a thing especially with the the, my generation the generation I'm in I think we're obviously way more open to therapy and we're much more aware to mental health but definitely the older black community that is not a thing um to do (laughs) it is very much like that whole you know what goes on in this house stays in this house and you know, you don't want to be locked up for saying too much. Like all of those things are very like bias and they have these undertones that like something is wrong with you for going to therapy. And actually it's that that's not true. That that doesn't mean that no, nothing's wrong with you. There there maybe you do have something and you know you have something and you're going to therapy. That's fine. But you can also not have any type of disorder or whatever and still go to therapy. It's it's actually great to go to therapy when nothing is going on with you because you learn so much more. You you learn about yourself, you learn about how it feels when you're happy, you learn about how to keep that happiness up, and then when those hard times come, you're you're moving through them a whole lot better, you know? So that that stigma of not wanting to see a therapist because you don't want somebody in your business or you don't want to fully open up or you can't share what goes on in your home like that idea is something you really have to drop if you're looking um for help you know if if you know you need more help mentally so i you know i i just go back to saying that because i know it's hard meeting someone and being like dang like they're all in my business like they're asking all kinds of stuff and and like they do they definitely will but it's um it's to help you it it really is it's to help you and I can say that from the perspective of someone being in therapy several times um I did buy one session of therapy when I said you know like 2016 2017 Um, and I also experienced postpartum really bad after I had my son in 2018. So I had postpartum for about two years and, um, that like blew me out of the water because one, I wasn't expecting to have it. And then when I did have it, I was like, this is crazy. So, um, I started seeing a therapist then, um, when I had postpartum and that has been my therapist since, 2018 and when I see her we only do um 
about six to eight sessions and it's kind of like a checkup it's a, it's like a maintenance checkup think of like servicing your, your car okay you know you're gonna have to go get an oil change every so often you know you know you're gonna have to go get new tires every so often okay think of it like that that was how I was seeing my therapist after I got over postpartum so um I think it was actually a year I didn't even see her because I was doing so good <laughs> you know I just like would call her and check in and tell her about stuff because actually that's how much I really liked my therapist guys like I would tell her all the time like oh I wish you could be my friend like I know it totally goes against the rules but god I freaking love you <laughs> so like I'm telling you you can sometimes meet a therapist and they are just like so fucking awesome and you can be yourself with them which you 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 should have a therapist like that like if you go somewhere and you know, you've done the intake and you've gone through the process and you're like, okay. And you do a couple sessions with this therapist and you're like, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with him. And I don't feel like I can be myself and I'm really holding back and I'm not fully saying what I want to say. Like ask for another therapist. It's, it's not anything wrong with it. They don't take offense to it. It is okay. Um, it is covered by your insurance. Like there, there's nothing wrong with asking for another therapist just like there's nothing wrong for asking for another doctor like do it if if you're not being heard if they're not understanding you um get another one period so <laughs> um but on that note yeah like I've I love my therapist that I have been seeing for years and for years and for years so yeah I frequently go to her probably yearly um or just whenever something comes up and yeah, I'll see her for maybe like two months and it kind of just gives me that recalibration and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like I got this, I'm back in the game and you go on, you know, you float like a little butterfly. Um, <laughs> but what it's, re the whole point of it is, is realizing that like working on yourself is a lifelong thing. It is a continuous thing bettering yourself, um, learning things, learning about yourself, getting through your, your past trauma or grief or anything. It is a lifelong thing that like, it doesn't just happen. Definitely doesn't happen overnight, but it, it doesn't matter if you've worked on it for months. It doesn't matter if you've worked on it for years. There are things that like, it, it's just a lifelong thing. You, you just will, have that <laughs> and I don't mean it to say that in a way to sound like bad or you know negative or a Debbie Downer but it's like that's the truth you're always going to be bettering yourself and you're always going to be working on yourself you should be anyway so um yeah after I just finished a session with my normal therapist we've just finished our last I think we did like six sessions this past time and um, I actually felt like I needed more like long-term therapy just because I've been dealing with issues with um, my sister. <laughs> like people who know me know that I have a lot of past history and honestly trauma from my younger sister. So I was like, you know what, I, I really think I need a more longer-term therapy to talk about the things that I'm dealing with. And, um, it's helped me. It's helped me a lot. It's helped me see, um, some of the things that I wasn't seeing before. Also, um, 
I am someone that deals with borderline personality disorder, not to be confused with split personality disorder or bipolar disorder, um, which nothing wrong if you have either of those. I just wanted to make that clear that that is um, not the same thing. So um, borderline personality disorder, basically it just means that my relationships and my friendships are experienced much more extremely, which I am a very sensitive person, so it makes sense, but it just, it makes me very sensitive and I take things kind of like to the next level of sensitivity. (laughs) And so that kind of having a, I guess, diagnosis, it helps me because I understand why I feel the way I do when certain things come up. So Um, I say that to say if you do go to therapy and you do get a diagnosis, that doesn't mean anything wrong. Um, it doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It doesn't mean anything, you know, bad. Honestly, it's really helpful because it's, it's like, you know, what's, you know, you, um, and you know, what's going on in there. You know what you've been doing, you know, the patterns of things. So if you've been going through those things your entire life and doing those things your entire life, and then somebody just comes and tells you there's actually a name for this and it's called blank, 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 blank. You're going to be like, oh, shit. Whole time I didn't fucking know. I just thought I was tripping. So <laughs> that is why therapy is helpful because you out there thinking you tripping whole time. You ain't just tripping, bro. There's a reason you feel that way. And there's ways to help. <laughs> so, um I just want to make that clear because that's another misconception that going to therapy means that you are loony or that they are going to diagnose you as being loony or you are going to get locked up or be on a psych hold. Like terrible stigma, (laughs) terrible stigma to have um, because it's it's one, it's hurtful to people with diagnosis, but two, it's it's just not um, productive in your growth honestly, to think that because you have a diagnosis with something that that that's going to hold you back. Um, I may have BPD, but I, I am still the top of my game with everything else. I may be a sensitive little bitch, but I mean, hey, (laughs) I'm still kind of killing it. Um, and a lot of other things, you know, so, um, I just really kind of want to make that clear because I know it can be hard for people when, those diagnoses come and you don't always get a diagnosis in therapy. I want to make that clear too. But, um, I know sometimes when those do, when those things do happen, it makes it like hard, even if you know you've been doing those things or yeah, that is me or 100%. Like I have those symptoms and that's me. Like someone telling you that and like, um, like justifying it, you know, and like really just like validating the, the way that you feel, that is a whole nother thing too, you know? Um, and that's, that's something people don't talk about what, what it means when somebody tells you like, you're not tripping and like, you know, how, how you feel is valid and there's reason you feel like that. Um, and it's like, it's a weird feeling. I was just actually talking about that with my therapist at our last session. And I was like, I don't know if I'm sad, like sad, isn't really the word. It's just kind of like, it's just this, you know, it's just this, feeling of like, dang, I didn't even know, you know, this, I've been going through all these things and I didn't even know this was something that, um, I could have been doing more with. I didn't even know I could have been doing things to help myself more. So, um, 
So yeah, I just really wanted to get on here and speak on mental health because just recently I um, did an event. I have been vending at some events um, the past couple months doing selling my soaps and my body products with one of my best friends, Sydney. So we've been doing these events and the last event we did was for uh, Black Mental Health. And it was awesome. Like... Shout out to Yaspa, the group that put it on. It is a youth-led program. So this was a youth team that put this on, and it was really great. Um, Vendors of all kinds and something that was for people of color, which even more beautiful, you know, for people of color to come together and have things that was made by us and for us. So there were people there to um, help you get a doctor or help you find a therapist and doctors and therapists and dentists, whatever you may need that were those of color. So um, super helpful. My best friend was there doing Reiki and energy work. Another friend of ours was there doing energy work and um, tarot card readings. So it was a beautiful event, a beautiful collective, and it really hit home for me because mental health is something super important to me. It's super personal to me because I have dealt with it. I've done with, you know, I've dealt with this for a while. And now that I'm in therapy actively, I was like, yeah, this definitely is something that needs to be spoke on. It needs to be spoken on more. Um, We shouldn't be shy about speaking about mental health and we shouldn't be shy about seeking help for that. Okay, so um, that's why I'm here. And that event really just made me realize that and solidified what I do even more. You know, like I love my brand. I love selling soap. I love helping people with their skin. But also as someone in the healthcare field, I know what it's like to see patients all the time struggle with simple things like finding providers, getting on insurance, whatever the case may be. So um, I'm just that person to fill in the gaps wherever it is. Um, So that's what I do. (laughs) And I love it because I used to be that person that was like, man, if somebody could just tell me, you know, if some, if I just knew where to go for this, or if I could just find, and I got tired of doing that and just took everything into my own hands. And I found those things and some of them are easy. Yeah. But some of them are hard. And especially for people who may be challenged in any kind of way or older people that are not as you know, great on all the technology things we have. It's hard for people out there to do basic things and find basic things. So um, if you are in Denver and you come to any of my events, my table now has resources of all kinds for um, providers, how to apply for Medicaid, as well as um, where to go for mental health guidance. So that is what led me to definitely do this episode because I just wanted to touch on that and let you guys know that there is nothing wrong with going to therapy. Therapy is fucking cool as shit. And seriously, like I love it, especially now the therapist that I just got because I told you guys I just started my like long term therapy. So my first session with my new therapy was last week and y'all 
she's black. She's a black lady. I didn't even ask for that. Like, <laughs> you know, normally I just kind of go in with it. Like whoever I get is who I get because I, I honestly, some people have a preference. Like, and again, if you have a preference, speak up on it. Um, If you go anywhere and you're signing up for a therapist, definitely let them know, you know, like I would like to see a woman or I would like to see a male, Um, whatever. But I've, especially when I first started, I didn't have a preference. And then my first therapist was a young white guy. And I'm like, he's cool as shit. Like he helped me. So I didn't really have a preference. And then when I got um, the therapist I had during my postpartum, like I, I loved her. I love her still like me and her. She's, she's amazing. And we vibe really well. She understands me. She's also like a plus size figure. She gets it on that end. Um, She's not black, but she definitely understands what it's like to be a woman of color, what it's like to be a part of a marginalized group. Like she's there. She's she's there's very few people that get it. Um, but I will say she gets it. So that is why I've stuck with her for years. But yeah, so psh, for me to just go into this and then bam, like my therapist is black. I'm like, okay, auntie, like let's get it. So <laughs> So I'm super, super happy about um, therapy and my new therapist. And yeah, like I'm really looking forward to kind of working out my own trauma, my own struggles, um, because again, this is like, you know, to better yourself. No one should be holding on to trauma forever. You shouldn't be holding grudges against nobody forever. You like, we're letting that shit go. Okay. It's soft girl era for me. Anyway, I don't know if everybody's on soft girl era, but for me anyway, like I'm on my soft girl shit. So I'm not trying to hold on to all this past hurt, past transgressions, past trauma, past anything. Um, and I don't want you to either. It, it's really the season of letting that shit go. Spring equinox just passed us. And um, I actually just cut my hair. Those of you who know me, I've been growing my locks for nine years in July. It'll be nine years in July. And my locks were um, to the top of my butt, honestly. And I just, I've been going back and forth about wanting to cut them because I'm like, I've been through so much just in the past like five years and I'm like I just want to let this shit go <laughs> like I know you can cleanse your hair I can cleanse myself I can do all the things that I do that we know that I do but there's just something about locks and for me anyway how much it carries um I am a firm believer of you are super attached to people that you spend time with in more than one way. Um, this may sound gross, but you know, everybody has skin flakes that literally fall off of you all the time. It's gross, but it's the truth, especially if you're dry and you have dry skin. You have skin that falls off of you all the time. You have hair that falls off of you all the time. So if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're at their house all the time, you're sleeping in their bed and in their sheets and everything else, they are all over you. And in your hair and all of that shit. So um, the past relationships that I've had have definitely been um, pretty traumatic. Um, not all of them, but definitely some, some very, very toxic. One being the whole situation with my son's father. So just all of that and you're holding it in your head you carry it every fucking day and just the thought that someone you don't even deal with anymore there may be still a piece of them locked in my hair you know to other people you may not even think of it that deeply but to me mm, mm, mm. 
I had to let that shit go, y'all. I, when I tell you, I just got out of the shower one day. I got some scissors out of my drawer, like literally some raggedy scissors that I've had for, and I just cut them and I felt so amazing. I still feel so amazing. It's like I instantly felt lighter. I felt better. I felt removed um, from the bullshit. And <laughs> I mean, the reactions and the responses I got were just like, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe you cut your hair. Why would you cut your hair? I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, dude, it'll grow back it'll grow back it'll be long again you know whatever and then this time when it grows back like those things won't be attached to it you know like I, that that shit won't be on there because literally i've cut off at least the past six years of that that growth of my head um and it feels great and not even gonna lie y'all i'm cute as hell it's giving like cute 90s bob you know like when they had the cute little braids like jada pinkett set it off um brandy i want to be down like cute right so i'm like listen for me to have cut my hair this is cute and i'm happy with it so <laughs> spring equinox like you know i it's it's time to let shit go so with that being said if you feel like you have some shit to let go, if you feel like you're going through something, if you are dealing with depression, anxiety, stress, whatever it may be, um, <clears throat> definitely seek help. Definitely talk to someone. There is nothing wrong with seeking help. There is nothing wrong with talking to someone. Um, if you don't know where to go, you can definitely start by talking to your PCP, your primary care provider and letting them know if you do not have a primary care provider or you, you know, or someone that is not into going to see one and you don't want to go to the hospital, I am going to put some links in my show notes um, that will just give a, it's just like a general link of searching providers in your area as far as like for mental health. And for those of you that live in Colorado, because I am a resident of Colorado, I will have some more in-depth links on um, where to go here specifically um, in Colorado um to find resources for mental health and again if you are a resident of colorado and you happen to be in denver and you are going to be around this summer definitely check out my website buyhigherhealing.com that is b-u-y higherhealing.com um i have been selling my soaps at a couple different events so go to my website you can check out my things there i will list the events that i will be at next and um, yeah, if you need help with anything, again, guys, you can always email me. I am super duper open. I am full of resources. There is no question that is too crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you need help with anything, definitely email me. Um, the email here is holisticblackgirlpod at gmail.com. And again, I can help you with resources, whether that be mental health wise, um, healthcare provider wise, I can at least give you some direction of where to go. So um, don't hesitate to reach out literally for anything like I'm here for y'all. OK, so <laughs> um, I know this is kind of like a short, quick episode. Um, I just wanted to hop on here really quick because I. I, I was falling behind. I'm, I'm trying to keep up, but you know, I am also running my business and I'm working and I have a four-year-old, <laughs> you know, so 
I've been doing all the things, but I love you guys. And thank you, all of my new followers and supporters and listeners. Like, thank you guys so much. My follower count has been going up. My download count has been going up. So seriously, thank you guys so, so much for all of your support. Um, Continue to tell your family, your friends, whoever, whoever you think may benefit from this podcast. Like, please let them know. Continue to spread the word, okay? Um, I think that's all I got for y'all, all right? And, um... As always, be happy, be whole, be healed, be free. All right.